Today's episode is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. Download the Spotify Greenroom app and find one of our Locked On rooms. So, the expansion draft has just occurred for the Seattle Kraken, and they have their beginner roster set for next season. Obviously, they still have a lot more things to do in terms of free agency and the trade market. And I think the only highlight from this expansion draft was Mark Giordano getting drafted by the Kraken. Remember, Giordano is now the former captain of the Calgary Flames. And where am I going with this? Well, I'm going to give you guys my initial reaction. It's not going to be a full-fledged episode, don't worry, because we have a special guest, and he comes from the University of Michigan. So it's almost time to hail the Michigan, so buckle up. We have a lot to discuss and also learn before this year's NHL Entry Draft. Your Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the hockey writers, Trey Matthews. And it's currently 12.06 a.m. Eastern Time, July 22nd, 2021 at the time of this recording. And guys, the expansion draft is now in the books. The Seattle Kraken have their beginner roster. Obviously, they still have to go through free agency, the trade market. But other than that, the expansion draft is officially over. And my prediction was correct. So if you hadn't checked out the last episode... I posted before all the leaks were made onto social media and whatever news source uh, you found uh, the expansion draft information on. So I just want to give that a a quick disclaimer because I post my episodes at 6.15 a.m. Eastern Time every day. So I'm just putting that out there. So uh, I basically predicted in the last episode that Nathan Bastion was going to be picked up by the Seattle Kraken because he was the best New Jersey Devils player available for the taking because obviously I talked about players like Wedgwood and Merkley just not even worth uh, being given a look and then obviously I talked about Johnson and Butcher being too much of wild cards and then you know PK Subban and his contract was a big question mark so obviously I said Nathan Bastian just given what he was able to do with Mikey McLeod and also Miles Wood on that energy line for the New Jersey Devils you know I I just said it's a no-brainer if I'm the GM for the Seattle Kraken which is why I said we should have exposed Mikey McLeod as opposed to Nathan Bastian because I feel like uh, Mikey McLeod's uh, stats and impact will go over a lot of people's heads but Obviously, uh, we will never know if that theory would be true or not, so I'm just going to have to live with that. So Nathan Bastian is headed to the Seattle Kraken, and we wish him the best of luck. Obviously, I'm really sad, but at the end of the day, you know, it's a business, and sometimes you do need to make uh, business decisions, and I guess I can't complain too much because, like I said in the last episode, compared to other teams, we weren't really placed into a particular situation in terms of players who wanted to test the exposure list and just want out of New Jersey. We didn't really have to, you know, uh, decide between do we have to keep this player or do we have to expose this player, whatever the case might be, because like I said, players like Jack Hughes and Ty Smith weren't eligible to be put onto the exposure list, so we didn't even have to uh, protect them, so obviously, you know, it was a little easier for us, so there weren't really many options. I think uh, other teams who were in the similar boat were like the Detroit Red Wings, the Ottawa Senators, because they didn't really have uh, too many players to choose from in terms of just, you know, getting experience, getting players who are established, whatever the case might be, so looking at it from the Seattle Kraken's perspective, you know, if you have to pick a random player and an unproven player from a team like the Senators or the Red Wings or the Devils, that's fine because, you know, there aren't that many players to choose from. But, you know, when you're looking at the players that were available for the picking from other teams, you know, it just leaves a question mark for us fans because we just are saying like, 
like, wait a minute, I know you're, you're careful about the salary cap because if you look at a team like the Vegas Golden Knights, who are also an expansion team and also are having some salary cap issues to this day, you know, obviously they don't want to make that same mistake, so they just want to have some flexibility. That's perfectly fine, but at the same time, you need a few big-name players, you know, to establish yourself on this roster. So obviously I mentioned um, Mark Giordano uh, being selected by the Kraken, but at the end of the day, you know, they, they could have chosen a lot of better players. So obviously Chris Drieger from the Panthers, he ended up going to the Seattle Kraken, but you know, Carey Price was available from the Montreal Canadiens. So uh, the thing is about Price is, yes, he's getting older, but at the same time, you still have him under contract for a few more years. He just went to the Stanley Cup Finals, and he is a former Vesna Trophy winner. So Drieger over Carey Price, th- that's not a move I would have made. Or Yanni Gord, yes, he was a part of the Lightning's championship runs in both years. So obviously, he brings that experience and also uh, Vitek uh, Vanacek. But you know, at the same time, it's just a bunch of question marks, if you ask me. And also Adam Larson. So, you know, at the same time, I, I like the uh, Giordano and the Larson move because you're bringing in two captains. But at the same time, it's just like, why not Tarasenko? Why not Price? Why not Quick? Why not Subban? Because at the same time, you couldn't have chosen one or two of those players that I just listed to fill out your roster. So obviously, I don't want to make this a full-fledged episode because I want to save that for a couple of days. So what do I mean by that, guys? Well, you know, obviously, the expansion draft just occurred. I have a lot of opinions about it. I have a lot of question marks, and I want to take a few days to just gather some more information. And also, I found out some news in in regards to the expansion draft that the Seattle Kraken, they didn't make any side moves before the draft. So I'm just wondering to myself, like, what were they thinking? So why are you drafting all these, like, you know, unproven players to fill out your roster? Now, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Devils do better than the Seattle Kraken. It's one of the reasons why I love the expansion draft so much is just because you have the chance to build your dream team and just get some big-name players onto your roster for, you know, obviously you still have to pay them, but for essentially nothing. You don't have to trade. You don't have to release someone. You don't have to, you know, uh, retain their salary. But at the same time, it's just like, you know, wouldn't you want that player in your uh, possession, whatever the case might be? I I don't really get it. Just a bunch of question marks that uh, are left unanswered for right now. So obviously, like I said, I don't want to make this a full-fledged episode because, guys, we have another draft to focus on, and that's the entry uh, draft for the NHL. So obviously, we know that the University of Michigan is taking over with Matt Beneers, Kent Johnson, and obviously Owen Power. So Power and Beneers can go 1-2, and you know, it's a flip-flop between uh, who's going to get drafted first, who's going to go second overall, could they potentially drop, whatever the case might be. It's definitely very exciting, but at the same time, you know, I I just want to shift my attention from the expansion draft and focus on the entry draft, because I want to talk about that for a second before I bring in today's guest. So obviously, guys, you know, uh, in terms of the expansion draft, it was just a letdown. But now for the entry draft, you know, this is a lot of anticipation, especially for the New Jersey Devils, who have the fourth overall selection, and especially since this is not particularly a strong draft this year, that based on reports that I'm hearing. So, you know, I'm just saying, I'm a little confused from the expansion draft right now, so hopefully the entry draft goes a lot better. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give my reactions to both respective drafts on Saturday's episode. So uh, Friday night, after the first round occurs and the New Jersey Devils get their two main picks, I'll do a reaction episode to the entry draft, and then I will give a more full-fledged answer to the expansion draft. Because like I told you guys, so many things are moving right now. So many uh, things are getting crammed into one, and we have so little time. So obviously, I want to focus on the draft uh, that's uh, upcoming in the next couple days, and I want to focus on today's guest. So obviously, uh, the University of Michigan, like I mentioned, is taking 
taking over. I just named some three key players, and obviously Luke Hughes is committed to play at the University of Michigan, and a lot of great players have come out of the University of Michigan. So obviously you got Luke and Jack Hughes's older brother, Quinn Hughes, who plays for the Vancouver Canucks, Josh Norris, Dylan Larkin, just to name a few. So I decided to bring in a University of Michigan player to give some more insight and perspective in terms of his teammates that will be selected in this year's NHL draft within the first top 10 selection. So his name is Jack Summers. He is a rising senior at the University of Michigan's hockey program. He is a three-time academic All-Big Ten member. His past NHL teammates include Quinn Hughes, Will Lockwood, Cam York, and Josh Norris. And his future NHL teammates, as I mentioned, are Matt Beneers, Owen Power, Kent Johnson, and Luke Hughes. He is currently majoring in biomolecular science. So obviously he knows a thing or two about playing with NHL players, and he's going to provide some insight of the future NHL players from the University of Michigan's hockey program. And he's also going to provide some insight for the hockey program in general and also give some background about his hockey background and his uh, journey to U of M's program. And also, could he potentially make it to the NHL? I don't know. That's for him to decide. So we're going to talk to Jack in a second. But first, it's time for the first live read this morning. And it comes from Spotify Greenroom. So this episode is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. Greenroom is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download. And once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I host a few green rooms and they're a lot of fun. So I'll let you guys know when I go live. So follow me on Twitter and uh, get the notification. Do you need more information about the app? No problem. So it is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on green room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. Go download the free green room app currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NHL group for the latest league updates. Like I said, keep tabs on my Twitter and I will let you guys know when I go live. And now the second live read comes from Built Bar. So did you know that Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever? So they have so many delicious flavors. There is something for everyone. There's coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. You know what my favorite flavor is? I love cherry barcia and I love coconut. So not only are Built Bars the best tasting protein bars ever, but they're super healthy as well. So check out these stats. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs amazing flavors all tasty all healthy so or today and get that grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like so built bar is an official protein bar of the u.s track and field team isn't that great go usa so the offer is go to builtbar.com and use the promo code lock 15 you'll get 15 percent off your order again use the promo code lock 15 for 15 percent off at builtbar.com Okay, now it's time to talk to Jack Summers from the University of Michigan Hockey Program as we're going to have an open hockey discussion about the program, his background in hockey, and overall he's going to provide some insights about his teammates that will be selected in this year's upcoming NHL draft. So let's take it away. All right, now joining me via Zoom, he is a rising senior at the University of Michigan Hockey Program, and he also won all-academic team for U of M as well. It is Jack Summers. Jack, how you doing? Good, how you doing? Hang in there. So, like I said, you played at the University of Michigan. Obviously, they are taking over in this year's NHL draft. Uh, you know, we've got uh, potential three players who will be drafted within the top 10 range. And then, obviously, uh, Luke Hughes is on his way uh, next year for you guys. But I, I want to start with you. So, uh, what was your hockey background like? And what was your journey to get to the University of Michigan? Yeah, so um, <clears throat> I started playing hockey when I was four. Uh, my dad kind of got me in the sport. Uh, he played growing up, too. Um, so I'm from Livonia. I grew up playing there. Uh, I played for the Livonia Knights my whole life. 
And then uh, when I was about 10 or 11, I started playing AAA for uh, Victory Honda. Um, played there all the way through my sophomore, junior year of high school. And then I was lucky enough to um, go out to Springfield, Illinois. And, uh, I joined the junior, the Springfield Blues in the, the Null. Um, so I played there for a couple months. And my first year there, I was lucky enough to get called up to Tri-City in the USHL where our, our coach now, Bill McCall, he was the head coach there. So he kind of brought me along there, um, finished out that year, and then um, I played one more year there before coming here to Michigan. All right, so what's the culture been like at the University of Michigan? Because obviously they are a big hockey program. They're also known for their football team and basketball team, but a lot of people just don't know the overall culture for, for hockey because I feel like it falls under the radar in terms of just – producing great athletes, producing uh, professionals. And, you know, a lot of great players have come out of that school. We'll talk more about them in a second. But overall, it's just like well, for someone who's not familiar with the culture at uh, yeah. U.M. Hockey, what's it like? Well, I think first and foremost, our culture is hardworking. Um, we play fast for sure. Um, we have a lot of high-end talent that comes in every year. So that that's probably a big part of it too. Um, but just for the person who doesn't really see behind the scenes a lot, um, our coach Mel Pearson's great with us. He he pushes us to be the best every day, and the guys around the rink want to be there every day. So that's the biggest thing for us, and we're kind of like a family back there. So um, everyone's like brothers, pretty much. So obviously, you've had the opportunity to play with already two um, established NHL players. You got Quinn Hughes, who is the older brother of Jack Hughes, and then obviously um, his brother Luke Hughes will be coming in in uh, next year, and then. Will Lockwood. So what was it like playing with those two and just overall seeing them play for the Vancouver Canucks? Yeah, well, they're both very different players. Will's obviously a forward and Quinn's a D. Um, but just seeing how how they work every day is it's pretty amazing. Will's a workhorse. Quinn could do special things with the puck that I've never seen before. Um, so just seeing them in practice and their daily habits, it was pretty amazing to see, you know, the type of work that they put in to be where they are now. Right. Do you have any like uh, interesting stories you want to share, like uh, from either one of those um, players in practices or like do you, do, if you're a gamer, do you do you use them in the NHL video game? Yeah, um, there's just a couple couple memories I have of in practice of Quinn just, you know, he would wave his, his stick over the puck like a wand and it would like it would fool whoever's going against him. Like you couldn't even get the puck from him. It's, it's crazy. And, you know, Seeing him do it now with Vancouver, it's, it doesn't surprise me because he was so good at it um, here at Michigan. Well, let's talk about the now. So Matt Beneers, Owen Power, Kent Johnson, and obviously Luke Hughes coming in next fall. So obviously three players, like I said, projected to be top 10 picks in this year's NHL draft. And obviously you got Owen Power and Matt Beneers, quite honestly, could go one, two. So um, you know, you got uh, Owen Power could possibly go to the Buffalo Sabres. And then obviously um, uh, Matt Beneers can follow right behind them and go to the Seattle Kraken or it can be flip flopped or, you know, they could drop a few spots. But overall, it's just like, what's it like just having three potential uh, NHL players on your roster for this specific season? Yeah, it's it's definitely special. Um, you know, those guys were, were freshmen last year, so they didn't really get the full experience of Michigan. Um you know, we'll, we'll see what happens in the draft, but hopefully they all come back. Um, 
you know, they're all, all three of them are different in their own ways. Kent is very skilled, uh, small guy. He plays like Patrick Kane a little bit. Um, Maddie kind of reminds me of Connor McDavid, actually. Um, I could see him playing in the league for a long time. I could see him being a number one center for the team he goes. And Owen, you know, they have comparisons to him of Victor Hedman. So they're all three really gifted players. Um, and they're all three going to have really long careers. Um, but for being here, you know, they're, they're all young. They came in here 17, 18, but, you know, they're all very mature in their own ways. So it's, it's going to be really exciting to see how they, how they develop this year. Don't worry, we're about to get back to our interview with University of Michigan defenseman Jack Summers in a moment. But first, I have to give you guys the third and final live read this morning, and it comes from Bet Online. So, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and no pun intended. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC, MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. As your chance to get into the game as MLB teams are prepping for the runs to the playoffs in the second half of the year. So head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. Again, use the promo code Locked On and you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And remember to check out our friends at Locked On Bets as they give you guys their latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs there as well. So let's get back to our interview with Jack Summers. Remember, he is a defenseman at the University of Michigan and he has been fortunate enough to play with a bunch of NHL players and also he has some teammates that are supposed to get drafted within the first top 10 selections of this year's NHL draft so let's get right back to it everybody okay so you're a defenseman obviously Owen Power uh was a defenseman um were were you guys ever on the same line combination whether it be in a game or a practice or if so like what was that experience like um I never never got the chance to to be on a pair with him he was uh he was paired up with my my roommate Nick Blankenberg all year um, who's going to be our captain this year. So hopefully if he does come back, hopefully they stay together because they're, you know, our, one of our top pairs last year. Um, yeah, so I never got to play with him. So uh, uh, obviously uh, you've told stories about uh, Quinn Hughes, what he would do in practice. Was there anything interesting about Beneers, Johnson, Power uh, during their course of practice or like any funny stories? Uh, Maddie has a, he has a very good reputation of, of being a workhorse. You know, he – he can go the whole practice and not, not take any breaks. It's, it's pretty amazing to see, um, you know, he's not, he's not the type of player to try and skill his way through, you know, he'll, he'll get in the corners and work really hard to get the puck. So that's a very special thing about him. Um, and then Kent, you know, his, his, his skills with the puck are, they're out of this world. They're just like Quinn's, um, you know, in practice, he'll go between his legs and drills and, you know, try and do the Michigan every once in a while. So, I've never seen it done uh, in him in a game, but hopefully we'll see it this year. All right. So um, obviously we, we talked a little bit about Luke Hughes. Have you been able to meet him quite yet? Do you know what type of player he's expected um, to be? No, I've never met him yet. Um, I have seen some of his highlights, you know, and they do have, they have comparisons to his brothers. Um, but I know he's a bit taller. Um, yeah. I haven't really, I haven't seen him in person, so I haven't, haven't been able to see yet. So getting to play with two of the three Hughes brothers, uh, Quinn and Luke, and uh, have you been able to like meet Jack or anything or any of the uh, other Hughes family? Yeah, I met Jack. Um, 
couple times, you know, whenever Quinn comes back to Ann Arbor, Jack will come down to, um, they're all great guys. Um, really great family. Um, yeah, it's a really good hockey family. All right. So, um, I, I guess let's just move on to expectations, uh, on these players. So obviously, you know, you gave some comparisons, but overall, like, um, is there anything you want to add in terms of expectations for your respective teammates that will be drafted, um, this year? And also like, do you expect them to maybe be back next season to run it back? And hopefully you guys can just like, you know, uh, improve because obviously I heard your season had to get shut down due to COVID. So like, uh, what were your expectations in that regards? Yeah. Last season was unfortunate with COVID. Um, you know, I know these guys who are up for the draft, all three of these guys, they want to come back. So, you know, depending on where they go, hopefully they come back. Um, we're going to have a special group here. So if, if they come back, it's going to be, it's going to be great. And we're going to have, we're going to have a good team. Um, it's going to be hard. There's going to be a lot of guys with a lot of skill. So it's just going to depend on building the right chemistry between lines and, you know, not really worrying about when we're going to score because we're going to have so much offensive ability. It's, it's really going to be about defense and how we, how we can mature in that way. Do you have any anticipation of playing professional hockey or taking your hockey to the next level at the NHL or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm always, I'm always open to anything. Um, I'm going to try and play hockey as long as I can, whether it be, you know, a fifth year somewhere next year or playing pro Um, I'm open to anything I'd love to play. All right. So uh, if you had to be drafted by a team or if there's a team that you grew up uh, watching, what was that team? Yeah, probably, uh, probably Detroit. I'm uh, from the area. So grew up watching them. Uh, favorite player was Nick Lidstrom growing up. So if I had to play for any team, it'd be Detroit. All right. So uh, let's just talk about uh, next season. Obviously, I, I don't think you, you said you haven't met Luke Hughes yet, but at the same time, you know, I'm sure you're, you're aware of like uh, the incoming freshman, the incoming draft class. Um, I, like I mentioned, your season had to get cut due to uh, COVID. So what are your expectations in terms of just like going to like maybe and winning a championship for, for University of Michigan and what, what, what hard work is going to have to go into that in order for that goal to be attainable? Yeah. So I think everyone here, all the freshmen incoming, we haven't seen them yet, but all the returning guys, anything less than a big 10 championship, national championship is going to be coming short for us. So, um, especially after last year getting shut down. Uh, we had a really good team last year, and we really believed that we could win it all. Um, so with this group of freshmen coming in, they're all highly skilled players. Um, but it's just going to be, like I said, finding the right chemistry between lines and really maturing from the offense to the defense and you know, finding ways to win in that sense. I just got to ask you this because I'm curious. Obviously, you know, uh, with a good program like, like your guys is the University of Michigan, And obviously when you produce a lot of professionals, including like, you know, Quinn Hughes, Will Lockwood, and then Veneers, Johnson and Power, and then the future of Luke, uh, you know, how do you like balance of just like playing for the team, but at the same time, no, you know, everyone knows that, you know, these guys have a chance to potentially go to the next level in the highest stage of hockey, but at the same time, you know, they they know how to play for a team. How does, what's that dynamic like? Because I've always been intrigued by that. Yeah, you know, it's I haven't been able to experience it. Just you know, I haven't been drafted or a part of any uh, teams like that. But they, those guys, definitely have a lot of pressure on them. Um, you know, they have 
if they've been drafted, they have teams wanting them to sign and whatnot. Um, so, you know, the one thing we have here is from day one, they know we're, we're a team and we really try and uh, instill that into them. So, you know, whatever happens on or off the ice, we're a team. All right. Anything that you want to add or anything that you want uh, everyone to be aware of before the uh, NHL draft? Um, in terms of these players? In terms of these players, anything you forgot to mention? Um, no, I guess just all three of them are all great players, and I'm really looking forward to, to seeing where they end up. All right, so you can check out Jack Summers and the rest of the Wolverines of the University of Michigan this upcoming season. They will be playing at Ned Yost Arena, as always. And, uh, Jack, thank you for coming on and just talking about uh, your – your teammates and also just the future of the university of Michigan organization. So like I said, I feel like you guys are very underrated in terms of Michigan sport. Of course. Yeah. Thanks for having me. So I would like to once again, thank Jack Summers from the university of Michigan hockey program for taking time out of his busy day and just coming on and talking about the university of Michigan hockey program and his three teammates that will be selected in this year's NHL draft. Obviously he hasn't played with Luke Hughes quite yet, but he will come this fall. So Despite what everyone else is saying, he has high praise for his teammates. So once again, he has compared Kent Johnson to Patrick Kane. He has compared uh, Matty Beniers to uh, Connor McDavid. And he has compared Owen Power to uh, Victor Hedman. So obviously, all three of those players are great. We've seen what Victor Hedman has done the last couple years during uh, the playoffs. We know what Connor McDavid can do over 100 points in just like 56 games played. That's unheard of. And obviously, Patrick Kane is the greatest American player to ever play the sport of hockey. So obviously... Uh, I don't know uh, what's going to happen to those three players, but all I can say is those Wolverine kids are going to be special. So once again, thank you to Jack Summers for appearing on this show. The pleasure is always mine. And obviously, guys, I gave you my initial reaction to the expansion draft, but, you know, I want to save that for uh, a few days and I'll give you a full-fledged reaction to the expansion draft and the entry draft for Saturday's episode, so stay tuned for that. But overall, that's about all the time I have for you guys today. Thanks for listening. Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I can't wait for the entry draft. Uh, I have something special for the day of the draft, so keep an ear out for that. But go Devils, and I will catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening.